Welcome to Just Go Grind, a show that focuses on helping you launch and grow a business and navigate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Justin Gordon. In this episode, we have Sam Adams, who is the co-founder and CEO of .LA, which is a news and events company with a mission of shining a light on the innovation in the LA startup and tech community. This is a company Sam co-founded with Spencer Raskoff, who is the co-founder and former CEO of Zillow. In this episode, Sam goes through some of the first things he did to start building the media company, how he went about building the team behind .LA, why the editor-in-chief was such an important target, he also goes through the launch process for .LA, some of the things he was working on before launching .LA, the content behind that before they actually made it available to the public, and even going through the actual launch process of how they're reaching out to media, and finally, Sam's day-to-day in running .LA. The show notes for this episode are at justgogrind.com slash podcast. You can support the show by leaving a rating and review over an Apple podcast. And finally, sign up for the Weekly Grind, my weekly newsletter with tips, tools, and strategies for growing a business at justgogrind.com slash newsletter. Without further ado, here is Sam Adams, the co-founder and CEO of .LA. Sam, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Justin. Yeah, happy to talk about .LA. is so, so exciting with the relatively recent launch, depending on when this releases. But um, with that in the first place, with .LA, how did you first get involved with it? Yeah, so um, Justin, you and I know each other from Marshall. Um, I came back to LA, uh, did my MBA at Marshall, and that was my way of getting back to LA. Uh, the reason I did that was because I, I could just, you know, sense from all the way over in New York, just all of this great stuff that was happening here in terms of the, you know, diversification of the economy and the rise of tech and startups and. I uh, wanted to just get involved in it somehow, so came back to USC, and uh, as I was graduating, actually, um, I got a call out of the blue from my co-founder, uh, who's a guy named Spencer Raskoff. He was the co-founder and longtime CEO of Zillow, um, who was had just retired at the time and um, had an idea for a media company that would um, serve the tech and startup ecosystem in Los Angeles uh, that was you know really vibrant and kind of in his mind about to evolve into the central next yeah. hub of innovation um, and that this would be a fun and useful uh, business to build uh, to chronicle that and support it. Um, and so he was looking for someone who uh, was, you know, younger and, you know, had a media background and a business background to uh, co-found it with and, you know, have actually run it day to day. And that's kind of my background. And so I um, so I said thanks, but no thanks to the job offer that I was uh, about to sign and um, we shook hands on it the two days before graduation. Um, and then the day after I got going on it and uh, <laughs> here we are almost a year later. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, what's your initial reaction to getting that, like him, him reaching out? Like, what was your first thought? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was super exciting. Kind of one of those flashbulb moments. Um, I was actually in, in New Orleans at the time uh, and, you know, saw it and just, kind of as soon as I I read like three sentences about it um, I'd never met him before but we had some friends in common we had gone to the same high school about 20 years apart from each other so I I was aware of who he was and um, you know he's a you know really exciting guy I've always looked up to and when uh, you know I, I 
kind of heard the idea for the business, it all kind of clicked into place because um, obviously I had been back here for for a couple of years and you know knew exactly uh, what he was talking about in terms of uh, you know as as you know uh, as well as anyone kind of how much just exciting stuff is happening here, but uh, it really flies under the radar because there's you know no outlet that is dedicated to this and the. Um, kind of, you know, the local media, the LA Times of the world, um, you know, are, are not really equipped to uh, tell this story because, you know, they have a very broad audience. And when they, you know, write about Snap, they have to explain what Snapchat is every right. time, right? Uh, and similarly, kind of TechCrunch and Recode and, and the, the Bay Area tech and startup publications, um, you know, re really do have a, you know, huge focus on uh, you know, a 50 mile radius, uh, within SFO. And so there's all of this great stuff that's, that's happening that just kind of flew under the radar. Um, so I, I had known all that firsthand. And so the, the opportunity to do this in a way that, you know, um, you know, had, you know, had resources behind it and, you know, um, uh, was, was positioned to be able to properly kind of tell this story and integrate into the community was, was just super exciting. Yeah, and with that too, so he, he reaches out to you, you're like, yes, I'm gonna give up this other offer, this sounds more exciting. Yeah. I mean, what were some of those first things you guys did as you think about building a new, a new media company? Like, what, are you, what were some of those first things you did? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, it, it, was, it, it was very daunting, right? <laughs> as soon as you, you get going and then all of a sudden you realize, you know, all of the steps that are involved in actually, you know, getting, even something just as simple as, you know, a, a, a website, <laughs> you know, like a text news website kind of uh, off the ground, there's, there's you know, a, a, a million things that need to, to happen. And especially when, you know, you're a one man or, you know, two man show, um, it, it's, it's a lot of work. And so, um, you know, the, the, the first thing that we had to do was, uh, you know, get incorporated and, you know, uh, and, and find lawyers and then, and then actually like build the product and, you know, start sourcing the team. And, uh, you know, there, there were just so many other things, um, that, uh, you know, and especially if you've never done it before, um, yeah. you know, even, even though you have a big support system from, you know, a bit business school and, and, um, you know, through my co-founder and stuff, it, it still is, you're, you're very much flying blind. Um, you know, I, I, obviously still at this point, you know, we're, we're still experimenting and, and figuring it out. And luckily, you know, the team is bigger. And so <laughs> I have some support and other, of you course. know, perspectives and helping to figure this out, but it's, um, you know, the, the, the you know the old uh, uh, zero to one kind of like you know you're you're looking at a blank canvas and you have to put something on it and uh, <laughs> you know that is that is pretty daunting yeah yeah and was there a lo I mean I'm curious was there a long process with Spencer reaching out and being like how did he know for sure that you were the guy like did you have like a couple dinners together like how did he yeah I go? I mean I, I <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a big thing to do like yeah I I mean you, you you'd have to ask him sometime about that I'm I'm very uh, you know honored that that he you know was was uh, so quick to kind of uh, put that kind of trust in, into me. I mean, yeah. it happened very quickly. Um, like I said, we, we knew a fair number of people in common. Um, we, we had actually both, um, uh, we had edited the same, the, the high school newspaper at the, the high school that we went to, 
uh, about 20 years apart from each other, um, which you know it, it, it is is a is a big deal in the in the high school newspaper yeah. world. The the Harvard Westlake Chronicle is you know kind of it's it's the it's the six thousand pound gorilla. It's it's just funny that like you know over a decade later it's like come <laughs> back into my life. But anyway, so it was like the. Um, the the advisor from uh uh from that newspaper yeah uh he had been her first editor and i had been one of her last and so um we both kind of just stayed in touch with her and so you know the the we had um you know the, the there was some kind of social proof in that and we we knew some other people in common as well but um yeah, I mean, it, it really happened very quickly. Like we we spoke on the phone uh, twice, and then uh, and then met. Uh, it was actually the last day of finals um, oh. for my second year of, of MBA, and um, so I had had. So it, this all happened within like four days, right? Jeez. And um, and but but I but it needed to happen quick because I needed to tell you know Disney whether or not I was gonna uh, actually sign with them, right? And so. Um, so this all happened and, and, uh, I had four finals that I basically just like neglected to study for because I was like, you know, he, of course. He, he was like, I have this idea, but why don't you kind of come up with a deck and a pitch and, you know, pitch it back to me. Right. Um, and so, so I basically, you know, you know, backburnered everything else that was going on. Um, st- still did, you know, fine on the finals luckily, but, um, <laughs> But uh, so then we, we met uh, at the tavern in Brentwood and, you know, had this kind of final conversation that ended with us, you know, shaking hands and saying, let's let's do it. Um, what I didn't tell him was that I had had my last final that was a take home final um, that 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 overlapped with that lunch. So then as soon as we did it, I had to go sprint to a Starbucks about two blocks away and do do this three hour final in about an hour and a half just you know just completely stream of consciousness like you know just just i you know kind of blacked out in the process (laughs) um and submitted it and then and then went home and slept for about eight hours but <laughs> so, so clearly you're well equipped for startup life i you know i hope i hope so right like you know you just got to be able to roll with the punches and um you know be be, be capable of, of moving quickly when you need to and um rolling with yeah yeah, yeah. exactly and with quickly. and with that too then i mean he so he's he approaches you and i mean this thing is get started and then what i'm wondering is too so when he approached you he had an idea for this maybe not too well formed necessarily at that point. Like then he kind of said, you should pitch it back to me. Do you know like, okay, let's try to launch this X, Y, Z date or like, you know, let's work back from there then. Like how does that process work? Yeah, it was, um, you know, the launch date kind of moved around a little bit. Um, We were originally trying to do it um, late in 2019. um, But we kind of quickly realized that it would make more sense to hold it back for, um, uh, for, for about a month or two after we were originally planning to launch it because, you know, uh, we didn't want it to get lost in the mix of Thanksgiving and the holidays and people kind of shut off and aren't really right looking for, for this kind of a thing. 
So that's why we um, we launched it at the end of January. Um, we did it around the um, the Upfront Summit that Upfront Ventures did. Uh, they're they're one of our investors, and it's you know they 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 bring together just this amazing kind of uh, you know group of, of people and a lot of um, yeah you know celebrities and things. And so we thought that that would be kind of a rich um, you know uh, time for us to to start launching. And so. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you know, one of the first orders of business w once we actually decided to, to start it was, <laughs> you know, you have to do kind of a Gantt chart and, and say, okay, so what are all the things that need to happen in order for us to come out into the world in, um, you know, in, in the proper way and right. then kind of working backwards, you know, working forwards and working backwards and kind of triangulating a date. Um, and so... Yeah, I mean, uh, toward, towards the fall, I was just very excited to actually, like, get out into the world and, you know, because we, we were flying in stealth because yep. we couldn't, um, you know, we, we it, 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 it was more just we wanted to keep momentum from the announcement to the actual launch. Um, but, you know, at a certain point, I, you know, couldn't really talk at least digitally about what I was doing. And so at a certain point, it's just like, oh, is he... <laughs> Is he actually doing something? Or what is, is he this doing? like? Or is yeah. this like, you know, running a quote unquote startup? Right? Uh -huh. <laughs> like, we're in like, stealth. I swear. Yeah. We're in stealth. It's real. I'm not, yeah, exactly. That's right. Um, so yeah, it was it was very exciting um, once we could actually kind of get into the mix in uh, in January. And yeah, and then coming back from there, then uh, you mentioned the investors like upfront. Like, how did you? Were you? How involved were you with that process? Was Spencer involved with that process of the fundraising side of it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I mean, you know, it, it, <laughs> I, I, I won't, I won't delude myself by saying that you know anything other than you know the the main reason that we were able to get this funded was because of kind of the you know reputation and connections that, that he um, that he had um, has, and so. Um, but I mean, ultimately it was, it was, uh, it was a pretty easy sale. Um, not, not just because of that, but because there's just so much, uh, you know, hunger and enthusiasm for this. And, and, um, you, you know, the pitch that we made, uh, to, you know, all of the kind of dozens of individuals and institutions that, um, that, 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 uh, joined our round was, um, you know, this this will be good for the community and the ecosystem. And there's, you know, a good company to be built here. Um, it, it doesn't really make sense under kind of traditional venture economic analysis, right? Like, the, I, I, I think to a degree, all kind of um, consumer media, or at least like news and journalism-based um, consumer media, is kind of incompatible with the you know, traditional venture model, um, just in the amount of time that it takes to build a community and kind of the human capital involved just, just makes it, um, a tough match. Um, but, but that said, if you think about it in terms of, um, you know, it, it as an investment on its own, but also kind of the knock on value that it will have from increased attention to the uh, to the community and, you know, m you know, more companies starting here and more companies getting exposure. And, you know, hopefully that has, um, an invigorating effect on the ecosystem as a whole. Um, then all of a sudden it, 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 it starts to make a lot more sense. Um, so, you know, we were very fortunate that, um, uh, you know, the, 
that we had a, 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 a surplus of enthusiasm for this and, and oh, yeah. people just being like, how, how can I help? And, you know, um, uh, and, and now we're just trying to figure out how to, you know, put all that goodwill together and create something that really is, you know, resonant or resonating to the community and, and, and adds value and, um, and, and, you know, serves, serves the community. Yeah. And with the, so you get fundraising then and you're building a media company, which then means you need to create media. So the team involved with that, I mean, what were your thoughts around, okay, here is the starting team we need to start building this. Yeah. So the, um, one of the very first orders of business in kind of, yeah, mid, mid, late May was, um, we needed to find our editor in chief, right? Yeah. Um, I, I have um, a background in journalist, like right out of college. I was a, I was a financial journalist in New York for, for Bloomberg and then for Reuters. But, um, I think that for a variety of reasons, um, it was, it was very quickly apparent that, um, the editorial team and and kind of the newsroom couldn't couldn't be like officially run by me because yeah. it's you know it, journalism has all kinds of um, you know church and state uh, differentiations and just uh, making sure that um, you know yeah the the business side and the the newsroom side are are formally um, differentiated from each other um, and so I also yeah and so we needed to find someone who. Was going to to be able to to lead to lead that initiative um, and build that team, and so I was really fortunate to to get connected to uh, who is now our editor in chief, uh, who his name is Joe Bell Bruno. Um, he has this, you know, amazing amazing background and resume. Came up through uh, the Wall Street Journal, um, and then moved over here to to cover entertainment for them, and then went over to the. Uh, um, um, went over to the LA Times and uh, was one of the business editors there and then was the managing editor at Variety, um, which I thought was actually a really good um, uh, comparison publication, just in terms of kind of the relationship that that the Hollywood trade publications have with, you know, with the entertainment industry in general, um, where, you know, everyone knows each other um, and, you know, they can still do you know, confrontational journalism without it being like antagonistic and they kind yeah. of slot into the community um, in, in, in that way. And so I thought that that would be, that experience would be um, really relevant to what, to what we were trying to do. Um, so we started talking very early on, at first in a consulting capacity, and then, you know, we, we were really excited that, um, you know, he was interested in coming on formally. And then we started sketching out, uh, and then we started sketching out, okay, what is the, you know, the minimum viable product for, for the newsroom? Because, you know, you have to strike the balance between, um, you know, we want to do this properly and we only get one chance to make a first impression. Right. And, you know, LA is a, is, a, is a big city and there's a lot going on and it's very, you know, distractible. And so if we tried to if we tried to do it with you know one or two people producing all the content, um, it just wouldn't be enough. And yeah. but simultaneously, you know, as as much as you know, would love to have a hundred a hundred reporters. It's you know it, we have to build a business, for it, you know. So it's so uh, so we started kind of going back and forth about um, how to do that. Um, we kind of identified uh, four primary coverage areas that you know we would need to hire you know really kind of top tier uh, reporters to uh, 
um, to, to, to run our coverage of and, you know, um, lead, lead it themselves and also, um, you know, work with freelancers on stories that they, you know, themselves wouldn't be able to cover. But um, so kind of those, the, those four areas were, you know, kind of, uh, Kind of pure tech, like engineering focused, you know, it, you know, also the the bigger companies. Um, uh, but so that so we found um, a woman named Tammy Abdullah, who at the time uh, was the Associated Press's cybersecurity reporter, um, based in Washington D.C. Um, but but a Santa Monica native, um, actually grew up like five blocks away from where <laughs> I did in Santa Monica. Um, and you know just just incredibly sharp very data driven um you know great great investigative reporter um so so she leads our kind of like pure tech coverage um and then we have uh um you know ben bergman who covers our um uh venture capital and and he's he's our financial reporter and you know he came to us from uh he was npr's uh Southern California business uh, um, reporter, and you know, had uh, had done this very prestigious um, business journalism fellowship at Columbia's Business School, and um, you know, just so so very very sharp on uh, and and you know, financially literate and driven. Um, and then we have you know Rachel Ranga, who who we got from the LA Business Journal, who covers you know a lot of uh, um, a lot of uh, you know the startups and. Um, you know, just this incredibly wide ecosystem of um, uh, up and coming companies, and you know, and and so she she's really really excellent at uh, at hunting down um, you know fascinating stories and profiles and things like that. Um, and then the last person who actually is onboarding on Monday, uh, so hopefully he actually does end up onboarding. <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll ask you to strike this if, if he is not. But um, a guy named Sam Blake, uh, who is coming to us from uh, uh, right now, he's writing for The Economist, covering uh, Hollywood and entertainment. Uh, but you know, he, he's a he's a UCLA MBA. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, unfortunate, you and I are yeah. both US, USC <laughs> MBAs. But um, we won't hold but, that against him. <laughs> yeah, we won't hold him against him. He's, he's a great guy and, and uh, very sharp. So we're excited to have him. Um, and then the the rest of the organization is um, so uh, as much as news is kind of the beating heart of of what we do. Um, we think that that uh, events um, are the other kind of crucial pillar um, in terms of actually driving community and. Uh, also, uh, you know, uh, it's it's a hopefully in time that it's there's there's more of a business to be made there. Yeah. Um, you know that. Uh, so so anyway, we we hired a, a woman named Annie Burford uh, who comes to us from an investment bank called CEC, but she used to run like their uh, summits and you know great. So she has a really great background, and um, we we've, we've really enjoyed having her. <laughs> and then. Uh, um, we've actually, you, you met him five, uh, five minutes ago, but, yeah. um, uh, uh, Max Levinson, who, um, was the younger brother of, of, uh, uh, Emily Levinson, who was in my grade at business school. Yeah. And so, um, so he is, he's, uh, uh, hanging out with us for a couple of months as he prepares to go to either Anderson or Marshall, but again, hopefully Marshall. Yes. Uh, Fingers <laughs> crossed. So yeah, it's, we, we've been really fortunate to be able to over, you know, the past 
10 months, you know, slowly but surely build a, a really great team that, that I'm, yeah. I'm so, uh, you know, honored to, to get to, to work with. Yeah. yeah. Especially in a media company. I mean, that is the foundation of the company, Absolutely. Like, having that journalist team. And then, and with that too, so you have this team in place where you kind of built that out as time went on. You mentioned kind of the business model a little bit. Did you know right away what that was going to look like or has it evolved since, you know, even before you launched? I'm curious about that too. Yeah, um, it's definitely evolving and will continue to evolve until we're a massive, uh, you know, profitable company, which, <laughs> of course. which is uh, not, neither of those are true at this exact moment. Early, um, very early. But very early on, we knew that that um, we weren't going to uh, have a paywall for the actual journalism product. Yeah, and, and that's for a couple of reasons. I, I I think that you know there are. There are a number of um, media companies that are building that kind of a model very successfully right now. Um, I think you know the information is is a great uh, example of that, and um, the athletic uh, in in sports journalism, uh, and 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 that's great for them. But I don't think that that really makes sense for what we're trying to do. Part of that is because we're a mission, uh, you know, we're a mission driven company and, you know, we're trying to give exposure to all of these startups and it's kind of hard to do that if you're <laughs> hiding it behind a paywall. Right. Um, the, the other problem with that is, you know, we're kind of, um, we're a little niche by, by intention. Um, and so, you know, if you kind of, uh, <laughs> run, run a, run a traditional like MBA, uh, market sizing analysis and of like how many people would be able to get to pay even, you know, five bucks a month, it's not quite enough to move the needle, especially compared to, you know, how many people you're kind of losing in the process. Right. Um, uh, and so, so we knew that that would be kind of, uh, ad supported, um, and especially kind of, um, you know, uh, curated, curated advertisers. Um, you know, we, we want to work kind of specifically and directly with, um, with, with, you know, organizations that want to be increasing their profile within and access to, uh, the LA startup ecosystem. And so that, you know, because, because it's, you know, the, um, you know, it's, it's at this point conventional wisdom that LA is very much on the rise and, uh, um, you know, is is poised to be uh, one of, if not the next great tech hub. Um, you know, we've we've been fortunate to get a lot of um, you know interest from organizations that are that wanna that that want to work with us, and so you know we're we're in the process right now of building kind of our cohort of um, uh, founding partners and uh, you know uh, people that uh, these organizations that want to. Uh, demonstrate their, you know, uh, uh, affiliation with with uh, our market, and so that was always kind of the that was always the the model. Um, we knew that it, it, it was that was going to be kind of how we focused on um, uh, in the in the advertising to subscription uh, uh, spectrum. Um, yeah. But also, yeah, events are kind of the same the same thing. You know, it's where. Uh, we think that that you know if we can build a suite of events that that really add value to the community, then you know that there's there's a business that can be built there that can uh, kind of subsidize the the um, more difficult kind of journalism um, side, um, and so 
you know, we're starting to build that out. Um, I I have no idea what 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 this will be like when um, this podcast actually airs. Yeah. But um, right now, there's a lot of uncertainty about. Um, the events business because sure. there's a <laughs> the coronavirus was just labeled a pandemic and everything is getting shut down. Um, yeah, luckily that hasn't that you know that didn't directly affect us too much. Um, but you know as as we're planning to start getting uh, our owned and operated events uh, off the ground in you know May or June, uh, we're kind of having to. Uh, freeze everything just until we have a little more visibility into you know what the heck is going on yeah <laughs> and, it'll be interesting to see yeah. this will go out probably at Mar- well it's Mar- Mar- now it's like march 11th as we're recording this but it'll probably go end of march or uh, sometime in april but let me just see how this evolves even in the next few weeks right. it seems like day by day there's something new coming up yeah with it like literally every day like you know i mentioned to you before like usc can classes yeah. cancel or like moved online like every day something's happening right so and so so we're we're trying to you know um that we're trying to pivot quickly and and you know that's the nice thing that we're we're still kind of small and new and nimble enough that we can yeah. um so for example we're putting together um we're putting together kind of a um like a webinar like virtual roundtable product that yes. you know is trying to um you know serve the you know since everyone is kind of sitting bored at home right now and you know you know it won't go to an in-person event but you know this might be the time to build out kind of digital events and see you know maybe there's maybe there's some kind of innovation to be had there and so we're starting to experiment with that um you know we're also starting to think about um you know to what degree we can build kind of digital communities and you know we're, we're looking at building some kind of like slack channel product and things like that um so you know the, the, you're, you're always going to get kind of curveballs and that's yeah. why it's good to not be too uh uh wed to any one you know business unit because you know you think you're going to build a business based on events and then kind of events don't seem to be in play and so yeah you have to be kind of fluid and flexible and that's what we're trying to do yeah and one of the things i had to talk about so with the actual launch what i'm curious about one of the things with that i'm curious about is how did you think about like how much content you wanted on the site and like around it before you officially like Open the doors, like hey, here's right. Dada LA. I'm, that that's what I'm first wondering about. Yeah, totally. So we, um, so we we br- we started um, bringing people onto payroll um, around November, okay. knowing that we weren't going to launch until January. And the reason that we wanted to do that is we wanted to give people the opportunity to. Um, our reporters the opportunity to you know get sourced up and meet people in the community and start working on longer term features um, that you know would be able to um, uh, you know get get run on the site in a time when you know there's less news and things like that um, and so you know we're we're lucky to to be able to give people uh, give our folks kind of some some uh, some some buffer on that um, we also needed to. Um, in terms of figuring out kind of what the cadence is, um, finding the balance between uh, e- 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 like basically quantity and not quality, <laughs> but like um, depth, depth, right? Yeah. yeah, cadence and depth is, I guess, the better the framing for that because it's it's you know um, 
you need to be coming out with stuff consistently, right, uh, in order to um, build an audience and, you know, build expectations around if I come to .LA or if I, you know, open something that they send me or whatever, right. um, there's going to be something new and I'll, I'll learn something. Um, but when you're resource constrained in terms of, you know, how many people you have um, working on stuff, um, you know, every, every um, you know, kind of like smaller quick hit story that they're working on kind of is, you know, uh, um, is that much less time that they can focus on more in-depth stories, investigative stuff that, you know, can, can kind of, you know, put, put us on the map and, and build a name for us. Um, you know, l- luckily we have a you know team of kind of world class pros <laughs> at this. So, um, which means that you know they can navigate that 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 balance um, deftly, and um, and also you know be able to do both. And you know it, it's um, with engineers, it's it's ten Xers. Yeah, I you know we we try to hire ten Xers for for journalists, right? Yeah, and with that too. I mean, so. I'll go through the launch in a second. I want to go through more, but like with that content, while we're on that kind of note, is there a certain like quota you're hitting every day you're trying to every week? And I know you have a newsletter as well. So like, how do you look at that? Yeah, we, we try to, um, I, I, I mean the, 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 the goal is, um, five stories a day, Monday through Friday, at least one of which you know, it, it kind of moves the needle in some way that, you know, that require, you know, kind of was more in depth or, um, you know, is not, it, it, it is not just, um, you know, X company raced around or, you know, released a new product or whatever, um, which those, those stories are also important just to serve our mission, right? For like sure. The whole point of us is, you know, that we're trying to, these things that aren't, aren't getting kind of out there in a meaningful way um, because, you know, TechCrunch has a um, really, you know, tough threshold for <laughs> um, anything outside of the Bay where it's like, um, y- you know, it's like they'll write a story about, you know, the honey acquisition by PayPal or something like that, yeah. but, but you know, won't, won't do, <laughs> you know, won't cover other, other things that are, you know, really important, but less kind of noisy. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so so those the shorter stories are um, you know really important to our mission, um, but you know we we aim for um, one story that yeah you know, one story per day that you know really kind of um, uh, showcases the 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 depth of um, of analysis and and uh, um, um, you know savviness that that we want to be known for. Yeah, and then so going back to that launch, then so you you have these people hired in November, knowing you're gonna kind of launch in January. And I remember seeing like the page before it was actually a website. Yeah, it was like we're coming soon. Right. And you, you may right. talk you talk about right. it, and then like we know it's this thing is coming. Right. Uh, Tell me about that process of like understanding what you wanted to do to launch and get the name out, like where you want to be featured in. Like, how did you think through that side of things? Yeah. So um, yeah. So we 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 were really fortunate to be able to work with. Um, some great uh, marketing partners. Um, Kingston Marketing Group um, was was founded by um, some of the top uh, Zillow marketers at nice. um, 
uh, you know, who left around the same time that that uh, my co-founder Spencer um, stepped down for, as the CEO. Um, so they 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 also left and kind of started their own shop. And we were fortunate to be kind of one of their first, uh, uh, you know, one of their first clients. And so we got to work with them a lot in terms of you know, figuring out how we wanted to place and position our announcement. Um, so we came out on uh, January 9th um, was was when we, um, you know, formally kind of announced. Um, we kind of went went back and forth with a few different publications, but, um, you know, ultimately, like the, the, the LA Times did um, did a really nice write-up of us. We were kind of afraid of, you know, <laughs> how, you know whether, whether they would treat us as friend or foe. Um, but but fortunately, they kind of um, you know the, the, they welcomed us to the to the community with a with a nice story. Um, you know uh, our, our good friends at um, so Geekwire is the um, uh, the the publication in Seattle that actually is I call I call them our, our spiritual inspiration. Um, they kind of. Uh, they've been around for about a decade and, and play the role in the Seattle tech scene that we are uh, aspire to do in in the LA one. Yeah. Um, so the, and and they um, you know m- kind of months before had also um, when we approached them about that um, fortunately treated us as friend not foe. Um, <laughs> you know they they were like as you know just stay out of Seattle and otherwise we're all good. <laughs> and so, you know, they, they were, they were excited. They, they, they actually, they invested in us. Um, and they, you know, they, we have a content sharing partnership with them. Um, and, and they gave us a nice write up, um, explaining kind of what we were all about when, when that, when that time came. Um, and then, yeah, otherwise we, we just tried to kind of build, build up to our launch on um, the 27th with, um, we did a couple of events, um, one of them with uh, Mayor Garcetti um, at, um, and, and the Annenberg Foundation um, at FabFitFun's headquarters um, in West Hollywood, uh, where we got to kind of jointly announce our, you know, shared vision of, of LA as, you know, the, the, the most vibrant, but also, um, equitable and inclusive, uh, tech scene in the country where, you know, um, because we're, you know, still, we're still comparatively early on in, you know, the, the, the life cycle of the startup community here, it's, you know, there's still a chance to, uh, kind of bend the curve in terms of, um, some of the, uh, uh, you know, values and, and uh, perspectives within within the community. And so we kind of got to an, a, announce our, 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 our um, shared commitment to that goal. Um, and so, you know, uh, being able to, to work with the mayor's office, you know, that was a good way to help us, you know, um, establish the brand as well. Um, so that, you know, when when we actually did live, did go live, you know, we we hopefully had some um, credibility and enthusiasm uh, built built around it. Yeah, and for you then, like, as as CEO of the company, and you have different people doing different roles. I mean, what were you mostly involved with before the before before it launched? We can go through after if it changed, but like, so what was like, your day to day of what types of things you were working on? Uh, your responsibilities. Curious about that. Yeah, I mean, kind of, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little bit of everything, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, the the. Um, you know, the, the, the fun thing about this role is it's like, it's, it, it spans so much and I obviously get to, to kind of touch every part of the organization. And so, um, kind of the, the day-to-day needs of that change so drastically, like, you know, um, 
so it's you know on one given day it's you know helping um you know helping us figure out kind of um what franchises we should be building and you know where we have this kind of um you know top 50 startup list that just came and so you know working on that or or it's you know um kind of on the, the less fun side you're working with like the you know the lawyers or the bankers or something about you know figuring out how to like you know build the the you know, payroll management system and things like that and so um you know it's it's it it, it requires a like um you know when 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 the organization is this small um you know, I like, you know, I'm accounts payable and receivable and, you know, and, and so it's a lot of like, um, it, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun though, because, um, you know, I, I've, I, I had never gotten a, a chance at previous jobs to, um, you know, do this kind of stuff, but it is really, you're, um, you're, you're, you're simultaneously kind of like in the weeds and trying to, you know, be at 30,000 feet <laughs> and trying to strike that balance. So, um, and you know, every day is just, uh, attempting to, uh, uh, to balance that. Yeah. And I mean, on that note too, and with kind of the short term stuff of, you know, getting the right things out every, every single day. And then you see like, we want to do events, but then also looking at like what the long term vision of the company is, like, right. how do you kind of think about that or what balance the that? Vision yeah. Is. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I mean, kind of one, in in terms of long long term um all of those all of those different paths are predicated on properly executing on the same first couple of things so i i try to keep that in mind where um you know the the the, the news business and the events business in la um kind of need to be that needs to be done impeccably and we need to build our audience and we need to, to build a, a, a loyal and excited audience using, using those two, um, you know, business lines. And so once we can do that, um, and, and I think that that, I think that that will take about two years probably to, to, to really do that. And, you know, within that process, we might build kind of some of the other stuff that we've been thinking about, um, but but those are the two single most important things. Um, it's possible that you know it, that when we do that, um, it you know becomes apparent that you know this is a model that kind of works in other cities um, that have kind of the same profile in terms of of, of having a really exciting um, tech and startup um, scene that that you know kind of flies under the radar but shouldn't. Um, and so, you know, then we could potentially start to expand to other cities and, you know, there's dot Austin and dot Denver, you know, things like, uh, it, it, you know, places like that. Um, and, you know, or, or it could make sense that, um, you know, that's not what we want to do and we just want to serve Los Angeles. And then there's, there's any number of other ways that we can, um, you know, serve the LA, you know, startup ecosystem. Um, well, in addition to you know news and events and um one step at a time right and, and kind of yeah it's it's very much like we'll cross that bridge when we come to it right but the but the, by far the most important part is um being able to properly execute on on what the current iteration of this is yeah and one of the last questions i'm kind of curious about too with that and that vision too with 
obviously Spencer being your co-founder. I mean, how much are you guys talking about the division, the division, the day to day, um, you know, communicating with him? I'm just curious on kind of how that dynamic works. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I I mean, I talk with him every day, a couple times every day. Um, and, and it's, uh, you know, he, he, he co-founded this and, or, you know, and, and started the whole process of it because, yeah. you know, he's, he's really passionate about, um, about tech and LA and LA tech and, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, this is the, you know, this is fun. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a great, um, you know, machine to, to, to have built because it's, you just have, um, you have a great, kind of visibility into what's happening and you know so I, I think that um you know he he's he's very passionate about that um and so um yeah i, I mean and and i mean from my perspective I, I feel so fortunate to get to have um you know a, a, a sounding board and a source of ideas and you know um that uh, you know as kind of you know world class as him um and so you know even though you know, by design. So his, so he, his role is he's executive chairman. Um, and you know, so, so that means that, um, by design, he's not, he's not too involved in the day-to-day operations, right. but he's on a day-to-day basis, you know, involved in just, um, you know, some, some part of the organization and we're kicking around ideas, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. And where can people go to learn more about LA and you as well. Well, <laughs> dot, dot LA, we, we have a, we have a whole site about this. It's uh, so DOT period LA, um, is how to find us. Um, please sign up for, uh, the newsletter. It, yeah, it comes out five days a week and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, it's the, your, your one-stop shop resource for everything that is kind of going on in the LA tech and startup community. Um, so that's, that's as, uh, this is any good of a starting point and as, uh, as any. Yeah, and I I can say from just looking at it and following along ever since the actual launch of it and being like, oh, this is very interesting. Um, I've enjoyed looking at it and being I'm subscribed to newsletter as well. And people should definitely check it out to learn more about the LA ecosystem. And I'll link everything else as well in terms of anything else with the newsletter and stuff, just for grind.com slash podcast. Sam, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Justin. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Just Go Grind. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. The Weekly Grind, which is my weekly newsletter, comes out every single Friday. You can find it at justgogrind.com slash newsletter. This is filled with tips, tools, and strategies for growing your business. If you want to know how to launch a business, how to grow it, how to get it off the ground, find employees, all these different things. There's a few tips, tools, and strategies every single week I deliver right to you. Justgogrind.com slash newsletter. Check it out. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you in the next episode.